Commissioner Randy Hansen and a very special in-person guest today, all the way from Jacksonville, Florida, Matt Gallagher. Gallagher, welcome to the lounge. Hey man, it's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you both for inviting me to this beautiful lounge. Well, I would like to say he's probably our most loyal and consistent listener. Probably the only one that I'm 12 out of the 13 views per week, so. Well, it's good to have the kid back. I mean, uh, the pride... Uh, Florida is finally home. Um, a lot of things to discuss this week we could talk about. But first, can we talk about a little little trash talk that was going on on Twitter? Like, it was for, for a guy that says he's so dedicated to this league and this league only, is he though? When the, have you ever had me on record saying those words or no? Yeah. All the time. Why can't I, why can't I spread my seed to the other seed, to other leagues that want me? You know? <laughs> spread this seed. Um, I've been loyal to both leagues and both of y'all have been loyal to me. So at the end of the day, you had to make a decision, like gun to your head. I'm, I thankfully don't have to make that decision. I don't like to speak right now. Gun to your head. I don't like to speak hypotheticals, and I'm just, I'm just gonna. All right. No so, what if that. we don't have to do hypothetical? We can make it real. Okay. So you have a gun, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> don't put me under, uh, the, under the. Moral story. It's good for for you to be in present in person here at the draft. I know no Dave this week. Hopefully, maybe we can get him call in later, but. Um, we're a couple days away from the draft, boys. How are we feeling? Me personally, I'm feeling really good. Uh, I think I have a good strategy. Um, but, you know, when it comes draft day and then the, the picks start flying, all of a sudden strategy goes off the board, you start freaking out. But I feel good about it. Uh, there's a, a quiet confidence that I have coming off, you know, the championship, winning it all. So I just, it's a, I'm in a different headspace than I was maybe years past. That's interesting to say because last year I remember specifically giving Mike Trotta a lot of my fantasy knowledge and, and all my research before the draft, a lot of my sleepers, and he ended up being the champion. So this year I'm taking a little different approach. I'm kind of just keeping stuff to myself, quietly noting who I like. And even in the podcast right now, I'm not going to give a lot of information out because I don't want to overshare my beautiful knowledge that I, I worked very hard for. You don't, you don't want to overshow your hand. That's what you're saying. Exactly. You yeah, want to keep I, your cards I, close to the chest. Yeah. Um, you know what they do say? Uh what, what is it, when the, the seas are the calmest, you should be the most worried? You know what I mean? It, so I know that the, the seas aren't too choppy for Mike right now. He's feeling himself, but I don't, I don't know. Could, I mean, could potentially be your downfall this year. Can we just go on record and say that was probably the worst championship team in a long time? So, I, I mean, the, the, are the seas really that calm? Or well, here's here? the thing. If you, and I'll you know, break it down during my speech. It actually was a pretty good fantasy team. And it actually wasn't as bad as what people thought. And... To, to my credit, I managed the shit out of that team. And so, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people want to chirp and say, like, it wasn't a good team. But, you know, again, that's people that don't know fantasy. Right. And if you, if, you look, if you look at my team, and I don't want to get into it too much, you know, that team was a lot of diamonds in the rough. And I was able to pluck those from the rough. And I deserve a lot of credit for that. Um, I can't say anything because you beat my 100 in the playoffs. <laughs> so, and you are so, the champ. There you, yeah, right so you are so. the champ. My tail, my tail is between my legs in that aspect. But um, that being said, I'm looking forward to the draft a week away. It's good to have all the guys back back in action, back in person. And uh, we'll go from there. I got a lot of things set up. There's going to be a lot of uh, special things going on that uh, hasn't been happening in years past. So uh, stay tuned and be ready. I will say this, and you know, I've never been to the hometown draft. I've been to it once. I was an auctioneer. Um, I, I do think you put a lot of time and effort into uh, the theatrics, the event. It is an event. You, yeah. you come to the Salt yeah. Touchdown thing. It's not just. I mean, he together. brings fireworks to to the draft, and, and that's. It's it's almost like Jerry Jones. Like it, the product on the field might not be that good, but like when you're there <laughs> in Cowboys Stadium, like you're there for for an event. You know what I mean? He puts on a good show. Fair enough. We're going to expand on last week's show. We did um, uh, Best Bet NFC Edition where we had one bet for each team. We're going to expand that. We're going to go to the AFC. Dave's not with us today, but he's with us in our notes. 
Shout out Dave for you know writing down some some thoughts about specific bets on specific teams. So we appreciate the contribution, Dave. We'll start with the AFC North and give them the respect because that is where the returning or the reigning AFC championship AFC championship team resides. Cincinnati Bengals, uh, magical run throughout the playoffs. People, they're actually not favored to win the division, by the way. Cincinnati, a lot of we feel good about Burrow and Chase and Higgins and Higgins. Dave, for instance, is high on them to win the Super Bowl plus twenty two hundred. Randy, what do you like about Cincinnati? Um, coming in first, Cincinnati's over under for wins nine and a half. I do like them to win ten games. I think they're a playoff team. I might they might have a little Super Bowl hangover, but there's a lot of guys in that team that are up for contract. Um, up for contract talk, so that's when you really like guys to ball out. First and foremost, let me look at my stats real quick. Um, I love T. Higgins over under 975.5 receiving yards. I'm taking over in 14 games he played last season. He had over 1,000 yards. Like I said before, it's a contract year as well for his borough. T. Higgins is going to get paid. Now the question is, are they going to pay him on that team? Because that's going to be a lot of money with with uh, Burrow getting a contract, T. Higgins, and then you got Chase coming up, and two would have to be yeah three two, three more years. So maybe not too bad, but we'll we'll see. I think T. T. Higgins is gonna ball out. I like that a lot. I'm taking the over for T. Higgins. Um, I, T. Higgins is a great talent. Jamar Chase plus twelve hundred to win the receiving title last year. Fourth most receiving yards uh, with only anyone catches. I, I said like, like like I said last week. I'm taking the top five wide receivers for. Uh, to be lead the league in uh, and receiving yards, so we already know I'm, I'm betting on Chase. I like that bet. Gallagher preseason meeting talked about Joe Mixon, uh, potential like fringe first rounder. Do we like Mixon? Do we not like Mixon? What do we think about this Gallagher? I mean, I I like Mixon. He's one of the few workhorse backs left, and uh, going going where he's going in the first round. If I don't get a top pick, you know, I'm happy settling for Mixon with my if I get seventh or eighth pick. Guaranteed twenty touches almost every week. We you know, on on a very high scoring offense. Joe Mixon is one of my ride or dies this year if the price is right. Mixon very durable as well. Four yeah. to five season played at least fourteen games. And a hundred percent like Mixon to me is that guy that he doesn't like. He's not that big name that like a big splash in the water kind of thing, but splash in the pan. But the dude's just a steady Eddie. He's going to bring his, his lunch pail in his bucket, and he's going to get to work. And you know what? He's going to be a steady contributor on your fantasy team throughout the season. And there's really no one there that's, like, fighting for rushes. They got P. Ryan still there, and then Chris Evans, who they drafted last year. But, uh, you know, it's not like people are, you know, ready. It's not like he's going to lose work on third down and stuff like that. So, like Gallagher said, one of the, the you know, last few workhorse backs. Again, I agree with you, Randy. Not a you know, sexy name, but the dude's consistent. Explosive offense. The guy's going to be in uh, the red zone a lot with that offense, as you would say. If they can't get the ball to Chase or Higgins, and they really don't have a tight end option, you'd think they're going to pound the ball with Joe Mixon. And right now, Joe Mixon's oh, 10 and a half touchdowns. I think it might take actually the over on that as well. We're, we're very bold. I said one quick thing about Joe Mixon. Sure. He's 26 years old, and if I saw a stat the other day. The top, the, the highest scoring running back, and fantasy has always been under 27 years old. So there's a chance Joe Mixon is one of the f- few guys that are under 27 in the top round. That might okay. be the top fantasy player of all time no, uh, this year. Top fantasy player? So not a chance. He, why not? Well, no, not. that's not, not even close. But is he going to be durable and is going to be a solid um, running back one for you? I would take that yeah, all day. Okay. Uh, last year, twelve hundred yards rushing uh, was a factor in the passing game as well. A team that's in the news a lot: the Cleveland Browns. Not for good reasons. Not for good reasons. Not for good reasons at all. Right now, for me personally, the over and under eight and a half wins. To me, I like the under minus one sixty. No Watson for the first eleven games. Granted, the first four games that they play are pretty easy, but then the next seven they play up to the the Watson suspension. Chargers, Pats, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Bucks. Oof. Do they win a game in that stretch? I don't think so. So I, for sure, I like the under eight and a half with Cleveland. Yeah, I don't see them getting a nine uh, nine wins. Um, the only bet I do like coming right out of the headlines today is Browns Week One getting two and a half points on the road at Carolina. 
Um, they are plus 115 money line. I'm going to take the Browns money line plus 115. And the only reason being is because Baker today came out on record and said, I'm going to fuck them up. I'm going to fuck them up. Okay. Might be the funniest quote I've ever heard. Like, exact words. Like, yeah, exact words. I love the Browns in this game. I think the Browns take it to them because what, what is like the definition of Baker ever – when has Baker ever really fucked up anyone? He's really not in a position to be saying that because he's not that good. Like I can see if this was Aaron Rodgers talking about somebody, but like you have shown nothing in the league. And you go to Carolina. Like it's not like Carolina's he's led his team to the AFC championship. He manages the game, and that's in his mind, winning the game is fucking them up twenty to three. Sure. Fantasy wise, no. But you're not gonna ball he's not gonna ball out and be like, Wow, look at me. I I single handedly carried this team. It'd be interesting. I just don't think he's good. Like I still think in my head, Darnold's better, even though the stats probably show otherwise. But I just rather have Sam Darnold. Back. Yeah, I, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Also, the poor Browns fans have to watch eleven games of Jacoby Brissett, and it just he is terrible. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with the Browns in fantasy. No, I don't even want Nick Chubb or Amari Cooper. Stay away from all of them. Amari Cooper last year, wide receiver, twenty-seven. When does he get drafted? I would say eight, nine rounds. Yeah, I think by late. I think by by the name it, itself, he at that get, point he will though. get drafted higher. Right now, he's ranked twenty eighth overall running back, and he's in that that Gabriel Davis, Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, Hunter Renfro. Oh, like all, here, all, all those guys, Juju, Juju. Like it's like right now, it's like between like Amari Cooper and Adam Thielen for me. Ugh. And that'd be I like flipping. I still take Thielen. And I'd be like flipping a coin. You Dave, know what I mean? Dave also does not like the Browns this year. Minus 170, he says, to not make the playoffs. He's all over that town in it. Okay. Um, Baltimore Ravens. They're actually favored to win the division. For me personally, I'll get it going. Uh, Rashad Bateman, over 825 yards receiving at minus 112. No Hollywood there, who had 146 targets. Bateman last year averaged 11.2 yards per reception. Only had 46 receptions, but 67% catch rate. To me, I think this is a no-brainer. I think Bateman, Lamar Jackson's going to get him the ball. He's the most proven um, target there outside of Mark Andrews. I just like Bateman a lot, 825 and a half. I think that's almost guaranteed. Yeah, I, I could see that as well. Someone's got to catch the ball besides Andrews there. Um, it, they also they, they like that likely kid too, that guy that's been kind of killing is the preseason, it, yeah. but it's a second tight end. I wonder if they're going to be doing a, a – a ton of two uh, two tight end sets. Um, I think J.K. Dobbins is going to have a really good year with them. I think they're going to be running the ball a lot in the Mars. Some he's someone's going to have to be a thousand yard uh, catcher besides uh, Andrews there, and I think Lamar can get him the ball. Um, I I actually do like the Ravens at plus one forty to win the division. I think there's, I think it's pretty much between them and the Bengals, and it all depends on the Bengals if they have a Super Bowl hangover. So I do like. The Ravens to bounce back, and I do like over under ten and a half wins. Real quick, uh, real quickly, uh, Lamar Jackson under thirty five hundred yards passing. Dave loves that. He says smash it. Uh, in four years, he's never played more than he never played sixteen games, and then uh, in the four years he's played, really the three that he's played, thirty one hundred yards, twenty seven yard, hundred yards passing, twenty eight hundred. So when he, he hasn't won, really sniffed it. Yeah, when he won the MVP, thirty one hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of when he won his MVP, I think my bold prediction for this team right now is Lamar Jackson's the MVP again this year. And ooh. I think the Ravens come out of the AFC and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And here's why. They had the 10th best strength of schedule. Their uh, opponents last year had uh, 136 wins and 151 losses last year. And um, Easy schedule, you're saying? They just signed, if I'm not mistaken, they just signed Kenyon Drake today. Who? Yes. Uh, Last year they made, who was it? Uh, Javante Freeman and Le'Veon Bell look like look okay. You know and who's that one guy that kind of popped and then he didn't play? Oh, Ty uh, Johnson. No, Dave would know. Not Justice Hill. I know who you're talking about. Oh, it's Williams. like Williams. Williams. Yeah, something Williams. Something And they, I mean, I think Gus Edwards is is on the pup list. Uh, he I don't is. think he's starting out the season on the team. So. They make they make it work. They, I love their I love their defense. I love their run game. I love their schedule. Give me Lamar Jackson as a sneaky fantasy like MVP stud like he was last year. Yeah, and Harbaugh is always going to put him in uh, a place to win. You know, it's kind of a hot take on yeah. him. Yeah, well, it's not expected. <laughs> that deep that yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't know if he's going to run the ball like that to be uh, to get to a Super Bowl because he's kind of been. You know, I would say almost, I wouldn't say inept, but he's kind of been. Um, 
he kind of got exposed in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson does. Did they even make the playoffs last year? No, I mean in years prior. I mean when they played yeah. when they played the Chargers that one year and they had like ten DBs. And I also know, think Mark, Mark three, Andrews you know I mean? is he, what's the word evolving, and he's like the he's like the next Kelsey. He's a, he's looking he like a stud, yeah. and and but I think he's going to even take a, a a bigger step. And I just really love that that team this year. Real quickly with Baltimore, is you know we're talking. You just mentioned Andrews. Is that the best keeper in our draft this year? What we got him in like the fifth? Fifth. And I guess fifth? Chase is the other argument with the Chase. Pick. Obviously, he's a first round pick, but is Andrews like a guarantee though? Andrews is probably second best. Actually, I, if if Lewis ends up taking Fournette in the ninth, that's pretty damn good too. Fournette Debo's, in the ninth because he's like a second round. Debo Debo's up there. Debo Debo's up there. Yes. I just wondered. Yeah, I, Andrews is definitely top top two, top three. I'll give top three. Last team in the division, who I think is terrible, uh, is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we we were talking about Najee Harris before we started recording, and he's obviously a first round pick. But in all seriousness, would you draft him in the first round if you if you're at pick six seven, and Najee Harris is on the board? Is that someone you're taking? Yes, I think he wins your league. He could. He could. I he think. Could, but I think I, it's going to be the out of the four second year running backs. One of them are, is going to win some in our league, and I'm saying like Devontae Williams, uh, Najee Harris, Swift. DeAndre Swift. No, Swift is a third year. Third year guy. Yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Um, who Who's the other two? Would it have to be Etn and then mm-hmm. um, Dobbins? No, Dobbins is third. Acres? No, Dobbins Acres? is second because he didn't play uh, last year. Well, I mean, he's still third year in the league, but yeah. I get what you're saying. Like a technical. I don't know. Yeah, so, but I think out of those three, I would say, and I would just throw in Swift. Are you sure Swift's in his third year? Yeah, yeah Swift's in for service in third year. But I thought Dobbins, this is his second year. Yeah, Dobbins. I mean, last year was his second year, but was it? he didn't play. I got to look at it. He was not a rookie last year. Um, here's my thing about Harris. Last year he played all 17 games. I don't think he gets that. I don't think he even touches that. And I know, and I swear to you, when I wrote the notes yesterday, I had like the under on 1,100 uh, rushing yards, and I didn't realize he's been battling a foot injury. Um, he had second most attempts last year with 307. I don't think they pound the ball with him as much to kind of conserve him. And I just don't think they're going to be as competitive. So, like, later on in the year, they might kind of shut him down a little bit uh, to conserve him and then to preserve him. And then also, just in general, he had, like, 94 targets last year, 74 receptions. I don't think he even sniffs that this year with Trubisky. So I just don't see the value there. I would not draft him in the first round, but I don't like drafting any running backs in the first round. But that's me. So you had 307 rushing attempts last year. Yes. So here's the thing. I like it because I just, I just don't think you see that volume of work anywhere. I think he's got a potential to be number one running back in fantasy. This is when we're a little different. I'm high on Najee Harris. I think he could win you a league. Um, every running back with over 300-plus touches over the last 10 years has finished inside the top five running backs. Um, workload is going to be there. But like they said, he's kind of been battling this Liz Frank injury. But uh, it's popped up in camp. But he's practiced every day this week. Tomlin says it's, it's not an issue. <clears throat> but he also had this foot issue at Alabama dating back to 2018. Yeah. So it could creep up. Um, but that's like any running back, I think, when you're drafting. I mean, who – Besides Jonathan Taylor, are you think that just steady Eddie with injury concerns? I mean, as a top tier running back, when you're talking about the Ecklers, uh, probably Ecklers, probably the Eck- second best guess Eck- for me. And, and then I'm seeing Nick Chubb, but I know he's fallen. He doesn't get any catches. Yeah, but I like I feel confident with Nick Chubb, but but he doesn't get. I, like he doesn't, I get Mixon that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, Mixon, but I like I just like Chubb because I, every time I watch him play, he fucking. Just rips off runs. Yeah. If, they so, have, if they didn't have Hunter, Hunter, he might be the top three pick. In terms of who I just feel good about drafting, I know Chubb was hurt last year, but I agree. So it's going to be interesting to see. Dave does not like Deontay Johnson, uh, minus 112 <clears throat> on the uh, under 90, 950 yards receiving. He likes under on that. And he kind of got banged up, but he's okay. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah he said he's fine. You just but. don't like to see that. I think Claypool is absolutely trash. And it's yeah, they got a lot of mouths to feed out there. Can you name – I don't like Pat Fryermuth either. I know there's a lot of some buzz going on with him. But can you name a top, like, 25 receiver or even running back that Trubisky's ever produced? Maybe – Allen Robinson? To running back? No, oh, wait. Like, I'm saying that, uh, someone that's played with Trubisky. Like Allen Robinson? Dave Montgomery? Montgomery had still like a top twelve running back. Allen Robinson that year when they made the playoffs was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, but but that's it. And then Dave Montgomery was top twelve back. 
It, like what you were saying that Najee had what ninety something targets last year. Ninety four targets. Yeah. Big Ben. He's just different players. He just literally snapped the ball and throw it two two yards behind the line of scrimmage. I don't see Trubisky doing stuff like that. But do you again. think Trubisky starting every game this season? Who do you want? Kenny Pickett? Yeah. I mean, Mason Rudolph? You think I Kenny Pickett's know. moving the needle for yeah. the franchise? I don't. Stop. That's why I also don't. Stop. I don't, I, 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 I don't think, you, think you guys realize how inept Big Ben was. He was, but he still yeah, but got but, Deontay Johnson a hundred, however many catches he had last year. But to Geller's point, like I watched a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers games yeah. last year, and like uh, Najee Harris would have like eight catches for forty-two yards. Like he's not getting any volume. No, it's not going to happen. All right. Speaking of volume, high octane offense. Let's move over to the <laughs> AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm excited about this whole division. Just it's ahead. the best division in football. I think we could agree on that. Uh, AFC West or uh, NFC West. Each team is pretty exciting to talk about. NFC West? No. No, the Seahawks have the Seahawks, but Arizona's going to be there. Steelers. I mean, that's Steelers. uh, 49ers. Yeah, that's a good division. And the Rams. I mean, true. Maybe the AFC East with Miami, New England, Buffalo. I mean, North is still. If if not, it's up there to be the top. I think it's the best. Uh, Kansas City last year. uh, I mean, what can you say about them? You love having anybody on their fantasy team. No Tyreek. Well, kind of a down year for Mahomes as like. He didn't look as crisp. No, he didn't. A lot of more. Uh, I was very disappointed in, in watching him play bit, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, new weapon this year, Gallagher. You're all in. My boy, Juju, bro. He he's he's been my he's been my boy since he entered the league in 2017. So I'm all in on 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 Juju this year. Obviously, my bold prediction is that he finishes as a top 12 receiver fantasy purposes. The only two seasons that he's had over uh, 100 targets, which was 2018 and 2020, he was finished as the number 8 and the number 16 receiver, and he's going drafted as the 32nd wide receiver off the board. I love the value there. That's, what, ninth round? Probably. I don't see a world where he sees under 100 targets. And I think Mahomes feeds him the ball, and Kelsey's going to get more coverage because Tyreek Hill's gone. Juju's gonna get gonna be his guy on third downs when Kelsey's not there. I think I don't like any of the other receivers there. Not really big on Valdez Scantling. Hard, Hardman. Hardman. Harden. What has he done for me? He's he's had the opportunity the last three years. I feel like he's just always that guy that we're we're waiting for something to happen. But I think Juju is his. I love his value right now, and I'm. I can guarantee you he's gonna be on my team in in one of the leagues. That's all I'll say. If not both, if I'm lucky enough to hometown. If you're listening. Okay. Oh, um, Juju right now over under 750.5 receiving yards in the season. I'm hammering the over on that. Like Gallagher said, during that time period, he averaged 931 yards receiving over a four-year span with that dinosaur Big Ben. I think he gets the ball a lot. I think Juju's um, going to be that, that second-tier uh, pass catcher on that team behind Kelsey. Um, to make the playoffs right now, the Chiefs are minus 210. Uh, it's a two-to-one odds right there. I love that. I think they're locked to make the playoffs. Like, you have to be locked to almost the sense that as long as Patrick Mahomes is playing, they make the playoffs. You, you would think. Would think. You would think. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Pat Mahomes, Dave, uh, side note, likes the under our 4,500 yards passing. Minus 112 with no Tyreek. Seems like a lot. I think he's taking a step back. Seems like a lot. 4,500 yards. Yeah. Seems like a lot. I'm just saying, it does seem like a lot, but it's Mahomes. You can't ever rule him out. And like we've said in podcasts past, uh, they play the the NFC West as well. So I think there's going to be a lot of shootout games, not only playing all these teams in the division twice. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout when they're playing. The, last last time they played the Rams, y'all remember that game? Yeah, it was in Mexico years. City, right? Oh my, one of the best games ever. I remember that, that Thursday night. Was, I think it was a Sunday night. It was, a thir- it was a Thursday. I remember late. Thursday. Was, I remember it was a big fantasy game. It was a Thursday. Thursday. Late game. starts the Rams defense against the Chiefs, and they ended up getting like two pick sixes. It was wild. <laughs> you know, it's a, that division. I don't think it's up for grabs. You would do you, do you like Kansas City to win that division, or is it up for grabs? I think it's up. I think it's up. I think they're my favorites. You could make a case uh, for three of the teams. I just and every, with all the acquisitions to the Raiders, I just think the Raiders are going to Raider sometimes. But um, they made the playoffs last year. They're not winning. The McDaniel there could be a different story though. Like I wonder how that. 
I'm, I, I'm expecting big things from him. Josh McDaniels, that coach there. So we'll see. I want to talk about Denver first. Plus 260 to win the division. They're always competitive. They just never had a quarterback over the past four years. Russell Wilson obviously gets traded there. Dave loves the over on the 30-plus um, touchdowns at minus, minus 190. To piggyback off that, Russ plus 1,400 to win the MVP. You know how the media loves narratives. I could see Russell uh, Wilson starting off really good, midway through the year has a big game, all of a sudden ESPN pushing the narrative, Russell Wilson MVP, and people just run with it. Um, I mean, years past, he's, I don't think he's ever had one vote for MVP. Really? I think that's like that's I think he it's either he's had one or he's never had a vote for MVP overall. The best Russell Wilson is when they're running the ball and they're getting a lot of Javante Williams. I think Javante Williams over a thousand yards rushing this year is a bet I like personally. I think he's going to be a workhorse, a workhorse back in that situation. I know they've been pumping people like, hey, what's going to go on with Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon sat for three months. As a free agent. If you thought that they wanted Melvin Gordon back right away, they would have paid him. And they paid him the league minimum. So I think it was one of those things. He, he tried uh, the market. No one was really biting on him. Like, hey, you know the offense. We'll bring it back so we don't have to have anyone else as a security blanket. That is Devontae Williams. Javante Williams. is That's his backfield all day. And I think he has a monster year. And I think... They're, the Broncos are going to run the ball, and they're going to have a good defense, especially they have that home field advantage, playing up a mile high. And I think Russ makes the throws in order for them to win with those weapons they have. But I don't think it's going to be like Russ when the first six game, what was this, first four or six games last year where DK and Locke and everyone's just going nuts. I, I, I don't think they're going to let Russ cook that much, but he's going to be a very good quarterback. Real, quick, real quickly, Gallagher, do you, would you rather have Judy or Sutton? Oh, I'd rather, I'd rather have Judy based off of he's going later. I think they're they're both pretty much the same. Although I'm hearing really good things about Sutton and, and Wilson's connection right now. I just think he's going like a round earlier. I'd rather take someone who give me give me some names of some guys that are going in Sutton's range right now. I'd rather take one of them and then in the on the way back. I'd rather take like a Mike Williams. Judy and Sutton. Sutton right now is uh he's ranked twenty three, Judy's at twenty two. DK's at 21, want no. nothing of that. Okay, uh, well, I, Hollywood Brown whatever, is 20, but then you go from there. St. Brown is 24, Mooney 25, well, we know I love, Davis, I love me some St. Brown. I'm taking Cortland Sutton over everyone in that group. So I thought, okay, well, this website you're looking at has Judy and Sutton basically the same. So if they're basically the same value, I'll take Sutton. Uh, I think Sutton has I'm a going better on, year. I'm going on Fantasy Pros real quick, and I'll give you what they say. Um, what you were saying, people were ranting and raving about Sutton in camp. Yeah. And he was working out with Russell in the off season. I know Judy probably was too, but you know Sutton, an experienced receiver. We've seen it from Sutton before. Sutton with Drew Luck. We've seen it. We saw the top fantasy, fantasy pros right now. Sutton, eighteenth best, eighteenth drafted receiver, behind Mike Williams, but ahead of Terry, uh, Scary Terry, Cooks, Allen Robinson. Judy, as I'm scrolling, Judy twenty eighth. Yeah, see, that's uh, behind Armand St. Brown, but in front of guys like Godwin and Juju. I mean, I like all those guys you mentioned better than Judy, um, and I like I like most of the guys you mentioned better than Sutton too. So a crazy thing out of camp I heard as well is Cortland Sutton is extremely religious as well as Russell Wilson, Ooh, so that's yes. why they have a, like that a big a, a big, now. A big yeah. I mean, that's that's a big nug right there. That's that's why I heard they go to church together and they are very religious people. And God so. wants them to catch football, yeah, okay. so that's what's going to happen. So. Okay, it's a new nugget for me. I hammer any type of Corlin Sutton over for receiving yards and touchdowns. I'm all in on that. The second favorite team to win that division is the Chargers. So right now on FanDuel, the current division odds: uh, Kansas City's plus one fifty five. The Chargers are plus two forty. Or my bad, the Chiefs are plus one fifty five. Chargers are plus two forty. Denver's plus two sixty. So the Chargers upgraded a lot defensively. Uh, offensively, we know Herbert is a monster. A monster. You're you're keeping them. That's How you feeling about it? That's, How you that's feeling? My, that's the best feeling going into a draft, knowing in the seventh round I got the the second could be the best quarterback. I don't have to worry. He was about QB two last year. He was quarterback two this last year, and he would go in our league probably around the third, maybe third, fourth third, round, probably third. I don't have to worry about quarterback, and 
that means I'm like forced to take a guy like Keenan Allen or Mike Williams if if they're yeah. there. Just just for that yeah. combo value, you know. But I love Herbert. It's I mean, the combo yeah. dead though is a fancy combo dead. It's a little overrated. It's I, a little you know overrated. we 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 can get a different talk. I think what that is, I think the handcuffs dead. Oh, uh, yeah, you're big. I'm you were big, a huge I was a huge guy. handcuff guy. I think the handcuff's dead. I think you got a handcuff. Because you're just, it just takes up too many roster spots and you're just hoping for a guy to get hurt. You might as well just take another plug to have a handcuff for a different team. There are certain guys you have to handcuff. Here's my thing I'm going to zag. Screw the combo. I'm about to triple. The get, triple. Yeah, the get, 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 get Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. And, and start I mean, that's too much. That's no, too it's much. not. Just go all so in on the Chargers. Yeah. Go all in on the Chargers. I'm gonna. I'll tell you right now. I will take Josh Palmer in like the fifteenth round. Palmer kind of popped yeah. at the end. He's a rookie right? last year, and yeah. he fucking. Yeah, Man, that's a that's a good name right there for Gallagher. He could potentially be my keeper next year. I'll just go. Speaking about bets, I mean, we're talking about uh, Gallagher so high and Herbert. Herbert right now is plus nine hundred for MVP. Uh, he has that workload potential, like I said. Currently, fourth best odds behind Allen, Brady, and Mahomes. I like Herbert just for the place of the money value on that as being the MVP. Also. I also like Brandon Staley as coach of the year at plus 1,400. Best odds, for, uh, a lot of weapons on defense this year as they added Cleo Mack, as well as offense finally has the, the opportunity to ball out. Last year, they were 9-8. and eight. So right now their win total is over 10.5. They lost five games by one score last season. So yeah, they can't win the tough ones. They can, I, I can't tell the last time they made the play. And they had, a, they had a bunch of balls at the end of the, to make that play. So... Uh, with the opportunity to win a game, I should say. So I like that Brandon Staley for Coach of the Year at plus 1,400. Also, I like Mike Williams over 1,000 yards receiving. He's 1,000.5 reception yards is his over-under. I like him with the over. Mike Williams can do that in like four games because he is like the hugest boomer bus games. Last year was weird with Mike Williams because he popped off at the beginning of the year and he usually pops off at the end. But he actually played for a majority of the entire season, which usually he never does. So Mike Williams just got paid. Uh, I think it's this opportunity ball out this year. Kind of take over the Keenan Allen spot because Keenan Allen, even though he's Mr. Reliable, is getting up there in age. He's still going to give you those games seven for 80 like like it's nothing. Oh, yeah. Paying those off nothing. This is 15 points, throwing a touchdown, call it a W, you know? Dave also very high on the Chargers. Uh, High scoring offensive league at plus 1,000. They were fifth last season, so very reasonable uh, bet to make if you're that high in the Chargers, which we all seem like we are. Finally, the new look, Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Derek Carr, uh, this is a Dave bet. Derek Carr, most passing yards in the league, plus 1,000. Uh, last season, 4,800 yards passing. I guess my question to you is, I think we all agree that Adams' value is not as high. But mm-hmm. at what point does... Does it become too low? What point does it become too low? Okay. I, he's going to go in the first round, but... Are you are you guys confident that he's going to be a top five receiver fantasy this year? Yeah. Okay. Top seven, I'd say. Yeah. I, I'm I, confident that he's going to be a, a stud. I'm curious to see, though. Derek Carr is frustrating to watch sometimes. He'll have halves where he throws, you know, for 40 yards and is, you know, six for 18. And then all of a sudden turns it up. I'm interested to see that offense. I, again, with the new coaches, with McDaniel and uh, Mike McDaniel in uh, Miami and then uh, Josh McDaniel in Las Vegas, I want to see what these offenses look like. Because I could see a world where, Henf- uh, where Renfro, Adams, and Waller are Adams top five, uh, Renfro top 20, and then Waller top three. So I can see all the meeting. I kind of want to see it. I'm a little unsure, though. You know it's a low-key thing that no one's really been talking about? Is Darren Waller hasn't really practiced at all this preseason. Not happy with the contract, right, from what I'm hearing? Yeah, and he's kind of banged up with a hamstring. He's always he's been banged up lately. He's always been banged yeah, I mean, so up. So when, when does that become a little concerning? A little bit. Especially for the draft failure you're going to have to take Waller at for fourth round. Fifth, yeah, I mean he's gonna be third, he's gonna be third tight end off the board. Mm, no, I disagree. Over Kittle, Pitts, Pitts, and Kittle. I think probably go ahead. Of well, let's say for our league when you have uh, Andrews and Pitts are already keepers. Well, yeah, but they're still true, on but the they're board. still on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I get what you're saying. Yeah, for, yeah, that's true. I mean, don't show. Yeah, don't. He doesn't go ahead of Dalton. Like don't show. It gets drafted behind Wall. Yeah, Hawkinson. Yeah, Hawkinson might be kept. Lewis might keep him no, probably. That's not a smart team. Can I say one quick thing about Derek Carr that I just thought of? Sure. With the recent, um, you know, 
Rob Gronkowski and Dana White uh, news surfacing that true. Tom Brady basically said, "You're gonna keep that guy over me, or whatever. Yeah, you're you know, you're, you're, you're yeah. gonna keep that motherfucker. You think Derek Carr has a little uh, fire lit, fire lit under his ass? You know, a chip on his shoulder, if you will. I think he's like he's never been a guy to trust, but I think he's had something to play for this year, improve, and I think this could be the year he finally breaks out. But we'll see. The thing about Carr is he's always been extremely accurate and." If you watch him, he is frustrating, but then, you know, at the end of every year, he's always top five in completion percentage. He always finds a way to get over 4,000 yards. I mean, the past four years, over 4,000. I mean, last year, 4,868% completion, which is disgusting. The guy is a marksman, but then what worries you is he had a great year passing, you would think, 23 touchdowns, 14 picks. So it's like, eh. But, again, I'm interested to see what this offense looks like. I'm not... Totally, I haven't totally sold all my Josh Jacobs stock. Like I, I'm still, I have some stock. I, I own some stock in Josh Jacobs still. So, like this this division is interesting. I do think the Raiders are probably the worst team in that division. But who knows? Who knows with that division? I think probably the best people people are crowning the best team in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East right now. They're minus two forty to win the division. Over, uh, under on wins is 11.5. Dave loves uh, Stefan Diggs' most receptions in the league at plus 1,000. I, like I kind of like Gabe Davis a lot. Over, under 7.5 touchdowns. Last four games uh, in, 20, in 2021, 34 targets. If you look at the beginning of the year, the first like eight games, he just didn't play. Like The snaps were low. Like There was only, I think, one or two games where he played over 40 snaps. That drastically changed later on in the year. Allen loves to throw him in the red zone. No Cole Beasley. That's my Gallagher. Boy. You're upset about that. I'm not too upset about that because I'm all in on Gabe Davis, as you just mentioned. And, and with the removal of Beasley and Sanders, I think Gabe Davis eat, Gabe Davis eats. He's 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 firing up on the he's on that uh, on that draft board. He was the beginning of the, like a month ago. He was going in like the eighth round. You can easily get him whenever you want. Now people are taking a recognition of him and they're remembering what he did in the playoffs. I think last, I think one game he had like four touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Kansas City Chiefs uh, playoff yeah. game, two hundred yards receiving, two hundred one yards receiving, yeah. four touchdowns. People are remembering that side of him, and uh, yeah, I think I think everybody's hyped on him right now. I think he's gonna. Eat. Last year, only uh, in the the target range, I think sixty eight. Uh, Beasley and Sanders, and no more. I just think, I think it's he's primed to have a monster year if he stays healthy. I think they did the right thing by cutting that the punter early. They just don't yeah, want to drag that, get out. Get that out of there, you know. Get all that negative energy away from my team. Get it out of the way. The one thing, though, the concern is with Buffalo with the running back situation. They did release Duke Johnson today. Uh oh. Yeah, they, they're not too fond of on Duke Johnson, so that's that's good. They got rid of him. But it's it was Zach Moss and, and um, Devin Singletary and Devin, James Cook, rookie James Cook. I mean, just Devin Singletary has been low key kind of like steady. Just they have no. It's there's no fantasy relevance in the running back no. spot, and that's that's what concerns me a little bit about that team. Buffalo is Randy's second team uh, adopted. I like a minus two forty win division. Yeah, fair enough. Um, over eleven and a half wins. I think they're the best team in football. I think Bills or a lot of bets you could put it for them to potentially. I think they're the Super Bowl favorite. I just don't know if they're a complete team in terms of their offense. I think they're so heavy on the pass. Like, can they run the ball without Josh Allen? In the like, can they run the ball in the red zone? And like, what Besides they, Josh Allen. Is is the rookie running back, is he going to be? Um, no, no. James go, Cook. Yeah, James Cook. Is, finally, do they find where – because that's the only thing that their question mark is when they get in the playoffs is when they have those Buffalo games where it's complete and other snow where they can't air it out. Are they going to be able to win those type of games? Yeah, I don't know. I, I do think odds on Von, favor. Von Miller add to his help out the defense. So and White's coming back right now. And they're going to be fun to watch. Isaiah McKenzie has been confirmed as a slot starter, so watch out for that name. do like that name a lot. Um, 
Probably it's a coin flip. Second best team in that division, New England Patriots. Over under eight and a half wins. Uh, I kind of I like the over there. Belichick's good enough where he's just going to scheme his way to three wins on his own. I think they beat up. I think they beat up on that, like a Tua, and they beat up obviously on the Jets. That's four wins right there. I think they find a way to win five more. It's another team that's not not too many fantasy relevant players. I'm not too excited about anybody besides the running backs as late round flyers. You know. Ramondi. Speaking of that, yeah. Damian Harris, I don't, I don't understand why he's like going to the ninth round now. It's because there's a lot of hype around Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre, is that, am I saying that yeah. correctly? Ramondre? I mean, how many, we talked about last week, how many touchdowns yeah. do you have? If Harris, he gets no catches. He just doesn't get PPR. He's, he's been losing a big People team. are saying he's been working a lot on like their down as well. Like they're saying that they're going to do like, instead of having what they're used to been doing with third down running backs, it's more going to be like Harris is going to take a series, which is probably oh, worse. Nightmare. Probably worse. I mean, you had him last year. You you know he was eating, but then how frustrating was it to watch him getting benched for drives? But in the red zone, he always like he was always in there. But look, at, the guy averaged four point six yards a carry. He looked good. Like I, he really looked good. I, like what do you want the guy to do? And two hundred attempts over a th- oh, close to a thousand yards. I had him in a couple. Fifteen other, touchdowns. I had him in a couple other leagues that he he had like. A lot of the reminiscent to me of like the Alfred Morris, like he could like if he doesn't get a touchdown, he could with no catches, he could rush for he could get you a nine because he rushed for nine, 90 yards. You know what I mean? He needs a touchdown. A Don't tell me he can't catch the ball because eighteen receptions on twenty one targets. So it's interesting to see um, where he goes. I think he's undervalued, but obviously I can't keep him in the six because that makes no sense. Yeah. Um, Dolphins, Tua is your guy. That's yeah, my bold prediction for this division. And uh, I think he just takes a big leap. And my bold prediction is he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback by the end of the year. I mean, with the addition of Tyreek Hill, I think it's way more important than it's being talked about. He just has that guy who's a who's a, a, a veteran wide receiver. And he has Waddle, who, who he already has a, a really good connection with. He had, what, 84 receptions last year. More than that. Waddle. Waddle had more than 84 or something? Yeah, I think so. Sure, why not? I like, I love it. I like, yeah, like 87, 89. Um, nice. Last preseason game, Tua was 6 for 7 with 121 yards, one touchdown, no picks. You got to love to see that. I mean, I know it's preseason, but I just think Tua takes a big step in his third year. and and uh, 104 receptions for Waddle last year. Oh, wow. On 1,000 yards. Wow. Um, Maybe I do regret not keeping it. The thing with, like, Dave talked about he likes uh, Tyreek, his offensive player of the year for 7,500, low risk, high reward. Both both big time plays that I've seen Tua make to Tyreek, he's underthrown him. So all of a sudden, like, those touchdowns that he had in Kansas City, those are just long plays because Tua can't hit him on the run and hey, can't hit him in stride. Are you buying that Tua is the most accurate? Passer that more accurate than Mahomes because I, people like Tariq Hill said it. Their their new coaches said it. Like he throws the perfect. I give I give Tyreek six weeks until he's upset about something in Miami. Six I, weeks. I think he, I think he kills because he's unguardable in the slot. So if he gets the ball out on on target right away, we'll see. And like to, to his credit as well as he was coming off like a COVID ridden year, he's coming off that horrible hip injury. This is like the first year where he's completely healthy and going in there. Dude just got married. Shout out to Tua. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, th- I think he's – I'm kind of buying Tua yeah. for a late-round late round QB acquisition for a keeper league. Maybe you can win you your league as well. Fair enough. Less. Are you drafting two two quarterbacks? I'm, I was thinking about taking someone like Trey Lance or Tua in late for, possible like for, keeper. for keeper, possible keeper, but we'll see. Yeah, think about that. Justin Fields in the 14th maybe? No, I'd fucking die. Last team in the last team in the East, the Jets, over under five and a half wins. They're not going to spend too much time on it. They took all the Zach Wilson stuff off of um, FanDuel. Um, Dave likes to rate the, the race to three wins. Uh, first win of the year, they play the Giants – Week three at plus one forty five. He likes that for their first win. Not gonna spend too much time. Nothing really to talk about with the Jets. I think under. Under. They're not winning six games. All right. Uh, Kind of the least interesting division to me in the AFC. AFC South. Colts right now are actually favorite. Um, I actually like them plus one forty to miss the playoffs. Doing the math in my head. Bills, Pats, Dolphins, all the AFC West, Bengals, Ravens, all could be better. It just the math's not adding up. I think they're a flawed team. Michael Pittman, when does he get drafted in our league? I think he goes in the third, fourth round. I think he's, he's, he's listed as a top ten receiver right now. I, I mean, do like Pittman. Uh, I think 
late third rounds, probably mid to third rounds, probably right. Huge upgrade at quarterback. Matt Ryan can at least produce fantasy relevant wide receivers. Dave also likes the under on wins for them at plus one thirty five. Tennessee Titans to me, which I love Mike Vrabel. He's probably my favorite head coach in the NFL. They're plus one seventy to win the division. To me, it's a coin flip between them and the Colts. It was a good odds in a coin flip. Uh, I do think that the Titans' schedule is actually harder than the Colts, but I just think Vrabel's better. Derrick Henry right now under. Dave loves the 1,300 yards rushing. Uh, 28 coming off an injury. He's got a lot of miles on the tires. Derrick Henry. I'm pretty sure last year, what did he play, five weeks? And he still probably finished like top 15, maybe 20 in yards. I'm just free-balling that that stat there, by the way. But I think – Derrick Henry's still a monster, and I'm, I'm not concerned about the touches. Yeah, it's interesting the, you say that. He played, team, so he played eight games and, and was a uh, top 20 fantasy running back in it. That's games. crazy. Isn't that yeah. not crazy? And he's 19. Did, did he play in the playoffs? So he's already, like, yeah. so he's, he's, he's on schedule to be back. He doesn't get hurt too much. This was his first year getting hurt, so. Yeah. Uh, no, not really props on, like, I guess Tannehill. I mean, people are really loving Malik Willis, right? Malik Willis? Am I saying yeah. That? yeah. It'd be interesting to see if he struggles a little bit if they go to him early. Vrabel, I feel like, is the guy that will do that. He reads the room well. Um, that's Tennessee. Like I said, I like plus 170 to win. I like Robert yeah. Woods late on that team. I feel like this. the only way this uh, – the only – there's not going to be two playoff teams in this conference, in this division. For sure. It's either going to be the Colts or the Titans, and I just like the Titans better to win the division, so that makes sense to me. Ten, uh, Houston Texans are going to be a dumpster. Dave loves Brandon Cooks, over 1,000 yards receiving. I also like Brandon Cooks right now, uh, 950 and receiving yards over under. From 2015 to the current year, uh, last year, he's played at least 14 games. So the dude's durable. And Davis Mills is not that bad. 16 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, 67% completion rate last year. He's got a neck that won't quit, though. That's all I got. Big neck guy. First team all neck. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just want to look. How old is Brandon Cooks? He's been in the league, it seems like, I want to say at least 31. But he was, like, the youngest player in the NFL for uh, the longest time. Um, so I'm looking that up. But I, I love that they just got rid of uh, Marlon Mack, so Damian Paris has an opportunity to become the big buzzworthy name. Yes, yeah, uh, sure. he's going ready. He's flying up draft. He's flying up, flying up, high riser in the ADP. One thing I'll say: don't forget about Rex Burkhead there. Yeah, I mean, oh, Brandon Cooks is only twenty-eight. That is insane. He's been in the league forever. It's been since he was Rex Burkhead. That's a name that I just don't want. Played him last year in fantasy. Uh, Taylor in the year, he was unbelievable. I'm just saying. Last team of the podcast. Gallagher's very familiar with them, the Jacksonville Jaguars. What, what are people talking about? You've got a big name that you're all in on, but you got to hear some stuff, and you got to be listening to Jacksonville Radio. No, I just I just have to pick someone from my home my hometown yeah. squad. Not yeah. my hometown, but my current living situation squad. And Taysom Hill has always let me down in the past, so i got to pick someone to choose my ride or die. The only guy that I really like on that team this year is my boy Travis Etienne. He's borderline one of my fantasy ride or dies. Let me tell you why. Um, James Robinson is coming off a torn Achilles, right? I'm going to read you a list of recent players coming off torn, uh, torn Achilles. Oh, wow. I like how you a little twang on Marlon that. Marlon Mack just got done was one of them, and he's out. He's, he got cut already. Let me just... Uh, sorry. Why don't you Not just prepared, but here we go. He's scrolling through Here's some names. Here's some names from 2010. Lindell White out of the league next year. Uh, I'm, uh, Beanie Wells, age 26 Turf toe Achilles in 2013, never played again uh, Aaron Foster, he was 29 He was cut mid-season, out of league yeah. uh, De- Deontay Foreman in 2017 He played one game, out of the league Isaiah Crowell, out of the league next year Marlon Mack, could be out of the league People don't understand James Robinson is He's 24, he's only 24 But he's coming off one of the Harder, more harder, uh, more difficult injuries to to come back from, and uh, uh, Randy looks like he's. he's I'm perplexed, yeah, because Travis Etienne tore his Achilles too, buddy. I thought it was an ACL. No, no, no he tore his Achilles. No, it was not. No, he tore his Achilles. No, I think it, it wasn't his Achilles. He, that's why we traded him in Luke's league. He no, tore it was like a foot injury. No, he we tore can, his Achilles. Can, can, I don't think it was his Achilles. But this is another reason why I don't really like Cam Akers this year. But I think Travis Etienne 
is going to be like a three down back getting a lot of catches. And I think he's going drafted as a running back 21 this year. I don't think James Robinson is going to play all year. I think he's going to start the season on the pup list if they haven't already put that out. There's a Liz Frank. Liz yeah. Frank. Yeah. Okay. People, people come back from Liz Frank. Okay, okay. Yeah. then I'm wrong. Then I'm wrong. Nice, nice. So, yeah. James Robinson tore his Achilles also in December as well. So he just started doing team yeah. workout stuff, which is kind it's of crazy for him a, to even be able to move. Usually, usually a nine-month nine uh, recovery time and, and sometimes worse. I just... They're all in on Travis. Yeah, that's my guy. I need someone to root for when I'm... And they have one of the easiest schedules as well. So you got to think that Trevor Lawrence takes actually... Uh, a step up this year in his second year, as well as having actually a competent coach that's not beating up his kickers and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so he's he is plus one thousand to throw the most interceptions. It's kind of interesting. I think Davis Mills is actually the leader in that. I think Davis Mills is probably gonna lead it because I don't see that team being good whatsoever. Fair enough. All right. I mean, that was pretty efficient, pretty uh, well-run lounge, if I say so myself. Gallagher, how do you feel? Like full episode in person. It feels. It, last time I've done this was probably what three years ago. It was always Zoom calls recently, and you know this is way this flowed a lot better. Feels good. Feels good. I, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. We'll do a podcast uh, recapping next week, recapping our draft a little bit, talking well, about what happened. Who? Let's just do like we got a couple minutes to spare. Let's do a couple things. Who do you think the first person to black out is? Ooh, that's probably got to be me or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take himself early. I don't, I don't, maybe I don't think there's anybody else. Everyone else is doing edibles. I know a couple people don't even drink in our league anymore. So I think sounds pretty I'm trash. I will say sneaky play could be Andy because he is coming from a different draft. Before. Ooh, oh, when that I did that one year and it I could don't be even Andy. remember the draft. Could be Andy sneaky. Play. Yeah, you were wearing all white and it was completely. I would drastic. say like Andy's yeah. like plus three hundred. Okay. Sneaky play channel, but from, not from like at the draft, but just because like he'll tie one on. Oh yeah, like, and McCarthy's McCarthy's making the drinks this year, so yeah. his outfit just came in the mail today. So I will say shout out to Ryan. He's gonna be late here with me till four a.m. He's always someone you can count on to stay late. At I'm, the draft. I'm, I plan on staying here if the if the draft goes well and I'm not upset. I'll, I'll be staying here for. So so he, we won't see Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be a lucky burrito by eleven thirty. Um, Any fights breaking out this year between you two? Or, uh... yeah, it's been... Last year I was not happy with him. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. this, this roast isn't that bad on you this year. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I give you your due because... You should. You I mean, I am the champ. Um, who's, the, who's the roast bad on this year? Uh, McCarthy. Got to serve up that kid. Um, who's, the, who's the last person to show up, you think? Last year it was a it was a sleeper a surprise one. It'll be Andy just because he's coming from. Yeah, everyone track. always wants to say Wasim, last person to show up, but he was he was hmm. here. I, I bet I you. I bet you'll be. Uh, Andy, I think coming from another draft, I think Andy will be last. Yeah. I plan on being one of the first people here. Well, I plan to be one of the first, people. Of first people here that actually does anything. No, like, does no, no, any no. one of the first people here shows up and is like, "Hey, well, let's get this started." After, after the set, I'll be the first and one here. Just like. Tent. Sweat, just dripping in sweat, like putting yeah, this tent yeah, up. Last year I had to take a shower mid fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that tent's after a bear. That tent, dude. It's, it's knock on wood. It's supposed to be a beautiful day weatherwise. So. So that's hope. That's hope. So, what is it? Four days away. It's coming. Five days away. It's coming. All right. Well, uh, remember, it's never too late to come relax at the lounge. Take care, y'all. Good night, y'all. Love y'all.